Welcome to Spiritual Psychotherapy. My name is Mia, or officially Dr. Mary Patricia Quinlivan, and this podcast is all about gently finding our way to that loving inner spirit essence that we are, and gently and slowly letting go of those layers that are in the way. I'm a GP and I work as a therapist and in spirituality and mindfulness. And you can find me on my website, which is livingawarenesswa.com. And I also have a Facebook page, an Instagram page, and YouTube channel, all Living Awareness WA. So I'd love you to look me up and share those pages with friends or family. And today's episode is going to be all about Mother Earth. And I think connecting with Mother Earth. It's just so in me at the moment to share the value of my connection to Mother Earth and what that's done for me and her. And I know that what I want to share with all of you is how much connecting to Mother Earth brings to our healing, but also as we connect we start to feel her and we want to serve her a little. And that's not in huge ways that mean sacrifice or, but just we've been, we've been not treating her with respect. And if we start to feel her more, you know, she is our life. She is everything. She is where we live. She provides the trees and the, the, you know, the houses, the atmosphere, the nature, you know, she is everything to us. And in traditional cultures, in Indigenous cultures, our First Nations people, they treated her with love and respect and they lived in harmony with her for thousands and thousands of years. It's only in recent history that with the age of technology, we've started to use her up to just take and that's not going to serve us or her ultimately in the long run. But this is not about feeling guilty and it's not about building up fear. It's actually about building a relationship of love. So I'll start by just listing all the things, all the amazing benefits that I have found from connecting to Mother Earth. And I've got to tell you, every single day I walk barefoot on the earth, either around the lake near me or down the beach, and I couldn't manage without that. And I sit on the earth and, you know, it's it's healing me, it's bringing me home, it's keeping me healthy, I can't emphasize enough what this has done for my healing. And you should see my feet. They're very black, often cracked. I have to work at moisturizing them every night, but not not in an unhealthy way. They just look like feet that have been walking on the earth, I guess the way our feet always used to look. And but I could I could I just could not change that now. So let me give you a list of I'll start at the beginning that there's this, there was a YouTube thing I watched a long time ago now, and it was called The Earthing Movie, and I highly recommend it. And that's just, 
this is a very simple fact that in the process of fighting off disease, we build up these things called free radicals and they're very important for our immune system, but they're positively charged and the earth is negatively charged. And in past times, because we were walking on the earth and connecting to the earth so much, we discharged our positive ions into the earth all the time. So we didn't live in this positively charged body continuously. And there's many doctors and scientists now that are saying that this continuous positive charge is really unhealthy for our bodies and for our immune systems and in fact contributes to things like autoimmune disorders and arthritis and, well, to be honest, probably many inflammatory diseases. So purely from that perspective, getting your feet on the earth is great. But that's actually just the very beginning. I was reading a study a while back and they took 50 people and they had a control as well into the bush or forest, I think it was. It was done in Europe somewhere and took their shoes off and made them walk barefoot through the forest and then there was meditation as well. And they measured uh, sympathetic nervous system activity. They did it with skin temperature and heart rate and I don't can't remember exactly how, muscle tension, etc. And they found significantly that those who had their feet off very connected to the earth had less measures of sympathetic nervous system overactivity. And you know how there's a lot in health at the moment about how we're chronically in fight or flight mode and that's to do with the sympathetic nervous system which is and also adrenaline and cortisol and that having high levels of that is unhealthy for almost everything heart disease our blood vessel system so strokes alzheimer's diabetes it increases our blood sugar also our immune system there's overinflammation of the immune system and it doesn't function as well so it's incredibly helpful for the body to lower the sympathetic nervous system activity to activate instead the parasympathetic nervous system by connecting to Mother Earth. And that's still just the beginning. So the other thing that happens is there's a deep spiritual connection. And I can only describe my own experience, but the truth is and I always feel emotional saying it, is that I don't feel alone anymore. I don't feel like this small, little, isolated, separate human. I feel connected to the earth. Auntie Jinta, whom you all know, or Isaira, whom you know, I've she's been a guide for me for many years now. And she talks about this very often, that we are born of the earth. We are connected to her. We came to this planet during this time very specifically for our own learning. We are meant to be children of Mother Earth. And as I have connected with her, not only am I feeling the divine essence that is really everything, you know, the divine essence of us, the trees, the earth, it's all the same. It's all one essence. It's divine love but it's a recognition we are so 
interconnected, as Auntie Jinta talks about all the time. And, you know, I often see clients with anxiety and this fear of, well, not being enough. You know, that's the core fear of most of us humans. And this feeling of being alone in the world and having to face the world alone, which feels vulnerable. And honestly, the more we learn to connect to the earth, which is always beneath our feet, no matter where we are, even if we're in an office building or the earth is always there, we connect to her, connect to the trees, connect to the other creatures, the birds, the animals. There's a bird talking out there right now, <laughs> just in agreeance. You know, the less alone we feel, the less small the spirit that we are can flow and help us in the world, flow through us, help us find our authentic voice. You know, the more we connect, we feel part of a whole system. We belong. And, you know, the deepest ache all of us humans have is to belong. And we all belong to Mother Earth to that divine, loving essence, to who she is. And I remember once at a retreat with Auntie Jinta, Isaira, having this absolute recognition that she is aching for all of us to find our way home, to be able to be still enough, to connect enough that we can start to feel her. And believe me, it's going to bring you immense benefits. You will feel more supported. And it is a direct connection to that divine essence of love that we are. And the other thing which Auntie Jinta talks about all the time also is daddy. And daddy is inner deep listening and open receptivity meaning that we're able to listen to our inner being, but also to Mother Earth, to nature, to, our, to the animals, to the birds. We're able to be guided. And to the ancestors, to, to all of your ancestors and to the ancestors of this country that we are living on, we are able to receive their guidance so connected and innately part of the earth and you know there's a, a an elder Miriam Rose Ungamer Borman I think I'm pronouncing that correctly she was our elder Australian of the year and she really made uh, more famous and more awareness about daddy and she also talks about well there's a sense of you know it slows us down and we are able to wait until we know the path forward. We're not rushing at things. And that's been a beautiful awareness in my life lately is I feel that my learning, my ability to sit in daddy is improving. I'm not being misled as much by my ego. I still am possibly, definitely, I'm sure, but not as much. And just recently I had I've talked before about a property that I'm in shared ownership of and there's been a little upheaval lately and, you know, the shared ownership, which is actually a really good thing most of the time, but of course it's going to create times where there's negotiation or 
people might think about leaving or selling or whatever. So we go through a bit of shift and that's been happening lately. And of course I'm getting on a bit, I'm 56 and it has been such a beautiful place to have and as you know we've been reforestating, planted over 8,000 trees which has been a privilege actually but it's also been very hard work <laughs> and because of recent upheaval and you know that feeling of am I going to cope with this place I'd been thinking about maybe I should sell it but in my heart at the moment that's not the message I'm getting and I had this beautiful connection last night actually with the trees you know I feel like those trees of um gosh I always get emotional um have kind of brought me up and the ancestors of that country and I know that just at the moment it's okay and that I've still got things to offer but that I don't have to push myself as hard as I have and you know a lot of that's probably come from my ego in fact and that even just being a caretaker of that place as we are and even just holding it with love and doing what we can manage to do will be enough and you know it's amazing the emotion that that place can bring up in me and it really helps me to understand and I've only been connected with it since I was seven but it helps me to understand the deep connection of our First Nations people who lived so much a part of the earth. She was everything, you know, their guide, their home, their provider, their mother, you know, the one that they treated with deep respect. And, wow, we've really done some damage when, for all of us when we've disconnected from her. And Auntie Jinder says all of us were Indigenous. No matter where we came from on Mother Earth, we were all originally much more connected. So we do have to find our way back there. Anyway, and what I was realising about the farm is that I can pace it and and I want to let you know all of this. You know, it, it, it's not about sacrifice looking after the Earth and... It will bring us so much more. You know, when I'm grumpy, which does happen <laughs> quite a lot, um, you know, this journey, all of you listening will know that the healing journey requires vulnerability. And as we deepen at an internal level, spiritually as well, because of course we're letting go of identity and we're trusting this divine essence and feelings of unworthiness come up and fear of letting go into spirit, which is entirely beautiful but also vulnerable. So grumpiness comes up and that's been happening a fair bit for me lately. And, you know, the other day I was really in a grump and I went down the beach and I just sat on the earth and I needed to sit there for a long time but it just, I just got better, you know, the grumpiness went away, suddenly I was at peace, I knew everything was going to be okay, I trusted that this 
divine essence that we are, the love that we are, is. It's just, it's ordinary. It's completely non-judgmental. It's so permanent and solid, much more solid than this physical world that we appear to be in. And all of that came to me just from sitting on Mother Earth, you know. So she will heal you when you're grumpy or when you're sad or when you're scared or when you just don't know what to do. Just go and sit or even better, lie on the earth and, you know, let yourself feel uncomfortable for a while. That often does come up, but just stay there or be at the beach and or be at a lake or on a park or by a tree or wherever you can be. I do want to let you know, though, I've been getting more into, I mean, I've always swum over summer, but I've this year really worked on swimming more when it's cold over winter too um, because I'm really feeling, and I heard in another podcast, about how cleansing it is to have a swim. So I want to encourage all of you to do that too. Having a swim is a really good idea. And while you're at it, you can let out all that tension, have a good scream under the wave, scream and yell, let it all out, and then thank the ocean (laughs) and the dolphins and whales while you're at it. So just getting back to the earth, there's all those things that I said that the earth can do for us. You know, it purely at electrical level, it keeps us neutral, so it brings health in that regard. It brings health in the regard of helping to calm that chronic overactive nervous system, you know, fight or flight response that we all have, the sympathetic overactivity. So it calms and soothes the body more into a parasympathetic state, which is beautiful. It brings deep spiritual connection, so we feel part of a whole, we feel connected, we feel supported. It brings daddy so that we can be guided as to the most wholesome way forward in our lives and we can listen to the earth and nature around us. And it brings healing when we're grumpy. (laughs) But, you know, I didn't want to talk about the earth just because of what she can bring to us. The truth is, as we connect to her more, there is this deepening of awareness for her, the living essence, the living being that she is. And I was reading this book by Courtney Beck. It's called Conversations with Krishna. And just a sentence that he said in that, and it was to do with, and this is not a direct quote, so I'm just paraphrasing, but it was to do with that it would be beautiful for humans to look after Mother Earth in the same way that we look after our human mothers and our siblings and our friends. You know, that we treat her with that same awareness, the same awareness of her needs, the same respect. And as we connect to her, that love and that respect will actually just naturally come and you know what us humans do when, when we hear about having to be responsible for the earth, having to take responsibility, we, we sort of don't want to know. And I'm done, I've done that as much as anyone else, you know, because with responsibility we feel a sense of burden. But the truth is that's not really the case, you know, that just like with family members that we love and 
you know, I know with, well, there are some family members that we have to set very firm boundaries with. And, but even if we don't have a direct relationship, we can learn how to hold them with love and forgiveness from a distance even. So there can still be a sense of mm, love and connection. But the way we would treat, you know, our mothers, for instance, or our loved siblings is with not that we are responsible for them, but what we are responsible for is having a wholesome relationship. You know, that we are not judgmental, that we are not trying to change them, that we are being caring of them and for them, you know, that we are treating them with respect. And it's that responsibility that we have for the earth. And it's never, you know, that service that we can offer the earth. It's not about sacrifice. And it's not about focusing on fear. I mean, it is true that if we don't start to look after the earth, scientists have been saying this now for years and years and years, that if we don't start to look after the earth, I mean, we have already damaged her, you know, Already there is a hole in the ozone layer. If it does get bigger and bigger and bigger, it could get pretty hot here. And if we lose all our trees, you know, we will lose oxygen and gain way too much carbon dioxide. So, of course, there are things that are going to happen. But it's not about focusing too much on fear or reading too much, particularly not reading about conspiracy or getting our heads caught up in the fear base of it. Really, it's about love. It's about love and connection and just mutual respect. And from that basis, we can come to what we can offer the earth in our wholesome way, not in an overwhelming way, but just in a way that is manageable. And it's like I was talking about with the farm, you know, that I have been finding it a little too much. And I know that it's okay to pull back from doing more than I can manage, but just to do what's wholesome. And in that doing, you know, I know I'll be supported and I know how much that place has given me in return. And when I really feel it and when I am coming from a level of doing that's wholesome, it's just, it's a, been a privilege and so for all of us, it might be a small thing like picking up a piece of rubbish at the beach or planting an extra tree in our garden or growing herbs or buying organic produce or produce from farms that are regenerative farmers or perhaps it might be joining a, a group that's protesting the felling of old growth forests down south or it might be something smaller than that. It might be just connecting and feeling the earth with love. Whatever feels wholesome and manageable for you. But I think what will naturally happen is as we, you know, turn off the TV and the radio and we get off our phones and we go outside and we connect and we start to feel what this living being, Mother Earth, is doing for us the same divine essence that we are, that she is, then we will naturally gravitate towards treating her with respect. And this is going to bring healing to the whole system. 
as much to the earth and to ourselves and to the creatures and the birds and the insects and all our friends and family. And, you know, healing does require facing everything, not just the sweet stuff, not just the nice things, but all the shadow side as well. And one of the biggest issues with most humans is that they don't want to face their fear or their unworthiness or their anger or their jealousy or, or even the behaviours that can go along with that, you know, the behaviours that all of us have, me included, in the world that aren't what we really want to be doing, that aren't serving us or others. And, you know, the biggest thing that gets in the way of people's healing is that we don't want to see that stuff. And once we learn to see that stuff with honesty and actually real compassion and real gentleness and a willingness to slowly work on it, then we can heal. And, you know, it's exactly the same with the earth, with nature. We kind of want to turn a blind eye. We don't want to know about all the bad stuff that's happening, about the pollution, about the ozone layer, about you know, carbon levels in the atmosphere and the trees that are being cut down. We don't want to know about that. And it's not that I want anyone to spend a lot of time focusing on on reading all the stuff that's really sad and then ending up in a state of fear and sadness and overwhelm and not knowing what to do, because that doesn't serve either. But just to be willing to know a little bit and to be willing to see even from your own heart and for me I don't do a lot of reading but you know when I fly over east to go to Osiris retreats I see how denuded our country has become how denuded of trees that she is and I feel the the pain of that barrenness and the loss and we've all seen the fires and the floods and the effect of the rising sea level So it's not that we want to, as I said, get really caught in all of that and overwhelmed and fear-based about it, because that doesn't serve. But also it's not about avoidance. Like I said, we want to avoid our own shadow side and we want to avoid the shadow side of everything that's around us as well. And until we are willing to face just with gentleness, just with honesty and love, all of it, then this entire system, because it's not just about us healing, it's about the healing of all the creatures, the earth, the skies, all our family and friends. It is about all of that. And until we're willing to see with truth and honesty, and that's going to happen with connection, with the connection that I talked about, with getting on the earth barefoot, sitting on the earth, spending time in nature, meditating, listening in daddy, doing our breathing, slowing down, feeling this divine oneness because it really is oneness that we are. And then it will come naturally, as I said, our care for ourselves, our compassion for ourselves, our compassion for our kin, both human form and animals and insects and for mother earth it will just come naturally and you know as you do it as you get your bare feet on the earth and people see you walking barefoot 
And, you know, so many people see my husband and I walking barefoot around the lake and we've had so many comments. And, in fact, these days more and more people are starting to understand and get it. Years ago it used to be people not quite getting it, but now there's a warmth about it. And more and more people, my neighbour recently told me that she's always goes out the back barefoot now and she never used to. She used to, you know, she was very connected to her shoes. So we can have a really beautiful influence on those around us. And I just want to talk about one thing, you know, as an example. And when I'm at the beach, I usually go for a very slow little jog and walk and then have a swim and often we'll sit on the beach and meditate. But I also often pick up bits of rubbish as I go. But I don't always. So I want to use this as an example that You know, there are days where you know you just need to honour your own state, that it might be better for me to be working on really deep presence and nurturing myself in a certain moment and not picking up rubbish on that day or in that moment. And so more often it happens that I will walk for a while and be present and settle and then I might pick up some rubbish towards the end or there might there would be days where I pick up heaps of rubbish, particularly after a storm, and there'd be other days where I don't pick up very much. So it's not ever about guilt or I have to or I have to do this every time or sacrifice. You know, it's about when it feels wholesome, when it feels manageable, when you know that's just what feels good and okay for you to do. And then there is no sacrifice in it. It's just, okay, I want to serve this beach because this beach has given me so much and I want to look after that for for its sake and for other people. And when service comes from that angle, from just love and sort of wholesome feeling, then it's never going to be about sacrifice and it's going to be manageable. And, you know, there may be moments for all of us when we're going through a really rough patch where for a whole month we might need to go and just sit on the beach and let ourselves be nurtured. And that's okay too. Nothing is ever worthy of judgment. And guaranteed a time will come where you do want to do a little bit of something to give back because it just happens naturally as part of this whole system. So I think that's enough for today and we're coming up, it's late November, we're coming up to Christmas and the holiday season, so I really want to encourage you all, get out onto Mother Earth in your bare feet and sit on Mother Earth and really connect with her over these holidays and you'll come out of it much more relaxed, much more healthy, much more connected and a greater feeling of peace and wholeness. So thank you for listening and please share this podcast with friends, family, workmates, whoever you think may be interested. And look me up on my website, livingawarenesswa.com or my Instagram, Facebook page and YouTube channel, all at livingawarenesswa. Much love to you all and have a blessed and very joyous, peaceful Christmas. Christmas.